Coming up on the Just Elders podcast. Yeah, shout out to Mogul Ma, that's the homie. Yeah, I wanted to be there. Yeah, uh, I wanted to be an Earth boy. Have <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> y'all been tried by men in the Dang. industry? Like, y'all niggas is crazy. Like, <laughs> it's just very common. Like, I've had people buy beats just to make a song, shoot, and they shot out, yeah, shot yeah. at me, which was like creative, but uh, I mean, niggas yeah. gonna need. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be ugly and talented and get annoyed, or would you rather continue to have your good looks and be talented and get annoyed? I mean, ignored listen to the question. Annoyed? Oh, you said, oh. Like before, when he gave me all that shit, he never actually shot his shot at me. Like, it was just when you got good. I mean, he might have shot it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was just wondering. Yeah. Oh, the head crack. <laughs> <laughs> y'all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I women. personally think Young Thug is killer. <laughs> he might. Jay gonna say nigga. Yeah, yeah, she said. Yeah, right. yeah, he said. Y'all let her do it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> y'all let her do it. <laughs> <laughs> niggas just hand you stacks of cash and just saying go shop. See, I haven't, I haven't crossed that threshold. Yet. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, look. I'm waiting. A on nigga that ain't nigga like that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't sound excited and I was like I mean it's straight and she was like you ain't gonna be happy till you making beats and I was like exactly and like I just that, that sounds like a goddamn movie in a line I was about to say that sounds like a line in a movie right there <laughs> ready born ready it's Wednesday <laughs> welcome to your favorite podcast this favorite podcast we got a great episode for y'all. Two of my two favorite people in the building. Let's go. Hey. Shout out to the R.A. Lennox drop. I actually really like this video. But we're going to get it started. We're going to do it just like this. What's up, family? It's your boy, Elders. You are tuning to the Just Elders podcast, the greatest podcast to ever hit the airways. I am super excited because we are about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. I say it every time, and I mean it every single time. Let me get a round of applause, a round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that listened to last week's episode. We really appreciate you. Shout out to Dawn Levant and everything that she's doing to change the world. It was a very informative episode. Um, you know, shout out to Jackson, Mississippi and everybody that's just going through that devastation. So, and also appreciate everybody that donated to our water drive. We were able to raise uh, a total of 4,000 cases of water that we shipped it out last week. So thank you. Thank you to WALK. Thank you to West Hunter Baptist Church. Thank you to everybody in the community that just gave. We appreciate it and we love y'all. But let's just jump right into it. Uh, super excited about this uh, episode. I talked to Key. One, Key, let me just say this. We, uh, sister's been on a roll. We don't we don't had a lot of sister guests, like, very consistently lately. Hey, I was about to hit <laughs> with the, because I was like, what you mean? But no, no, you're right. No, guess-wise, nah, yeah, yeah, we, we, we. 
maybe uh, the standard had rose, you know what I'm yeah. saying, since we put that statement out there. Like, look, yeah, y'all we, come on this podcast with me. We need y'all to give it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell us the truth. We be struggling with sisters on the podcast. You know? Because brothers, come on. We really pie. We have a good time. We give it up. We, you know, we we here to have a conversation. You know, just me being politically correct. Like, they husband timid. watching or something. Yeah. Like, they future <laughs> husband watching. I don't want to say the wrong thing. We, like. And, and, and we, ain't, we ain't too salacious. We ain't actually nothing crazy. And it's not here. live. Like, we can edit it. Like, you can say what you want to say, and yeah. then come like, you know, whatever. I, I don't feel really like what I said. Take, take that out for me. We don't take out a few things before. A few things. <laughs> Once or twice. <laughs> uh, but now, nah, let's get it right into it. I'm excited about these guests. This first lady right here to my immediate left. Uh, last time you heard her was episode 14. Dang, dang, we are dang. episode 167. That's how you know she don't fuck with her. Uh, that's my second advice. invite, by the way. You know. So episode 14, nah, you can't cancel Kanye. Uh, the first time we heard this beautiful, intelligent young lady, uh, y'all make some noise for Higgy Beats. Uh, one of the hottest in the game. How you doing, sis? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm doing good. Just worked out. I'm here now. I'm glad Feeling you're here. Feeling refreshed. I mean, as you can see, we don't made a lot of upgrades. A lot of things have changed. Yeah, yeah I, li- but, I like what you've done with the place. <laughs> but a lot has changed on your end. Too. Yeah, for You've sure. been doing a lot. So we're going to get into it. Um... This next young lady, I can't even remember where we met. I was just talking to Jamal about that, so I'm going to tell you. I don't uh, remember the name of the event, but it was at Hans. <coughs> it was on a roof, and it was like a, a I know the event. A I know the event. It yeah, it was, I remember, it was, though. It was, it was Bossip. Oh, yeah. It was Bossip right, event. Right, I, 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 right. I, now I clearly... But that was 2019. He told me. He was like, that was 2019. So it's been a minute. Yeah, so Bacasa Mall, you know, I've definitely been watching you and all the work that you do. I'm a fan from afar. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, I got two of the, I would argue, two of the hottest positions in the city right now. Sisters really taking over, knocking it down. Yeah, y'all make some noise for the great London. Thank you. How you doing, love? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, um, many people talking about it, um, just music. It's One music been doing its thing lately. There's a lot of drops happening, people doing their thing. Ari Lennox just dropped. Um reason I was excited about this drop, and everybody knows to listen to the podcast, I don't really be on music heavy like that, but she had tweeted a picture of like 80 songs, right? And you know, and then she only dropped 12, so I was like, yo, I want to listen to the 12 she dropped mm-hmm. out of this 80. Like, most people don't, you know, mm-hmm. who really put that much work in yeah. for right. one album? So, And then she didn't do it like Chris Brown and give us 40 songs. You know? <laughs> I, still ain't, I still ain't got <laughs> I, I have a short attention span. <laughs> I ain't got through Chris Brown's last album right. before this twin judge. <laughs> so I I said, who better to have it with than uh, two sisters who live for this music? You know what I'm saying? And not only music lovers, but music creators, curators. And uh, that's why y'all are here. Thank you for having us. So let's get into it. Uh, first, you know, let's hear about what y'all doing. What's what's new? What are we working on right now? What's happening? For me, <laughs> y'all, like, anybody who know me, who follow me, like, I'm real heavy into sync licensing. So that's, like, always my, like, number one focus. So what, is, what is that? Yeah, break that down. Yeah, sync licensing is basically um, whenever your music is placed to picture. So that could be, like, TV, film, um, advertising. I get into that as well. So, like, commercials, stuff like that. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, so that's, like, a heavy focus for me because, like, the budgets are... 
well worth focusing <laughs> on. So how did you even know to uh, go towards that really um, uh, sync license? Yeah, so, uh, I found out about it at this panel here in Atlanta. That's one of the things I really do love about Atlanta is like they have access to information here. So um, they were. Where just you from? Columbus, Ohio, six one four. Go Buckeyes! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I just learned about it at a panel, and ever since then I was like, oh, I need to get into that. So yeah. So I remember um, out of nowhere, Maul posted something. He was like, "Yo, we going up right now. We going viral." Yeah. And um, it was the Juju. Yeah. How did how did that whole tra- how did that whole track come in? Yeah, shout out to Mogul Maul. That's the homie. Uh, so Juju, yeah, claps for Mogul Maul. He's been a guest on here a few times. Yeah, he came on one or two times. Two times. Probably, two, probably two times. <laughs> probably two times. <laughs> but um, no, so that came about because I was on Clubhouse looking up music supervisors. I just typed in music supervisors. It was like going through anybody who had that in their bio or whatever. And I'm um, reaching out to them like because those are the people who select music for TV and film. Um, one of the ones who I ended up connecting with, her name is Jessica Entner. Um, she's in L.A., and she was just like, wow, you reached out at such a good time. I actually just had something come across my desk. If you're interested, you could submit for it. And I was like, okay, cool. And it was for the Juju project. So um, at the time, she was like, uh, but I need it back in like a week. So she sent me the brief. It was very detailed. Shout out to her for like being specific. And um, I just hit up Jamal like, hey, here are two beats. I need you to write something to this. This is what they're looking for. You got three days to get it back so I could get it mixed and mastered and sent over. And... He got it done. I got it turned in, and literally, that's it right there. Hey. Hey. So it was for a TikTok campaign. So that's why the beat is like this, because like this is the type of stuff that people on TikTok are dancing to. So yeah, they already had the dance choreographed actually too. So they sent me the dance. So even though the music wasn't done for it, we knew the exact BPM to make the beat for. We knew the dance moves, so he could write his lyrics to match the dance moves and stuff like that. And a lot of other people submitted for it. It came down to our song and one other song. They sent it over to Juju's team, and they chose ours. So, shout out to God. (laughs) And then you had got another one, and we can get back into it later, but, like, I know you had did, uh, it was some... uh, some commercial, I see. Uh, beer commercial for Australia Jalisco, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So same, shout out to Jessica. Same music supervisor actually hooked me up with that one, too. So, yeah. And that was just a random reach out network. Yeah, it just, that's what I do. Like, 90% of my time, I just be trying to make connections. Shooting the shot. That's the it. Hey. That's Shooting the shot. What, what's so funny is, I remember when Maul came on, I think the second time, I think he had his mixtape about to come out. He was like, hey, man, listen to my music. Mm-hmm. And I told him personally, I was like, I like your I like your joints, but you have a lot of music that I feel like sounds like scores. I actually hear behind, mm. you know, a commercial on TV or in the movie. So it's funny like that y'all did that later. I'm like, yeah. it, it was perfect because he sounds like that kind of rapper. So like, yeah, shout out to Maul. Yeah, shout out to Maul. He's dope. I see you. I see you. I see you. Hear you. Hear you. That's what's up. And where we at, Becca? So um, probably last time you guys checked me out, I was just solely producing, but. Uh, I've been stepping more into like the artistry realm. And I remember that. Let, let, can I just say the rollout was beautiful? I appreciate it. Can I just say that? Like, <laughs> like, cause Dang. again, you listen Dang. to episode 14, like we just talking about, you know, you Kanye, you five beats a day yeah. for, for a summer. For like, sure. we, like <laughs> we were watching it and then just to see the the development of the artistry, it, yeah. it was a it was a very fun process. Like the from the photo shoot. To the different video shoes. So just talk about what pulled you out. Were you out? Were you like a Kanye? Did you always know you was a rapper? Like I uh-huh. always like I 
for sure, I'm I'm a writer as well. So yeah. like I always felt confident in my ability to put the music, whether it's production or the lyrics, together to make you know things sound sonically great. But um, I was just more so focused on being behind the scenes and really kind of timid to like step out in front of the camera versus being behind the board. Right. So um, for me, it just took a little bit of uh, getting irritated that all of the things I was submitting for like songs or for like syncs, like I just kind of felt like instead of people taking what I'm submitting and doing their own thing to it, they were just kind of trying to mimic what I was doing in the song. And I just kind of felt like, well, am I cheating myself? So, mm, okay. uh, yeah, so it kind of gave me the, the confidence to really step out and put myself out there and my sound and what I wanted to be, you know. What do you like better, the producing or the artistry? Honestly, um, I like the artistry. I think producing is easier, but I like being the artist. Like, I, I like um, being able to, you know, put on a platform how I want people to perceive me and like a different message that I would like to project. So I think it's more um, art and the artistry than um, in just production alone. Like I, I was watching like your videos and everything. And, uh, who that Who that nigga you had in the video? Uh, who that dread <laughs> nigga? I was like, hold I on now. I could have been casting for that <laughs> shit. <now. laughs> Telling you. I, mean, I see the music videos, so I said, okay, he got here really for real. Like, one of my favorite with this one right here. Hold on, turn me up, turn me up. Oh, that's a lot of people's favorite. That's my least favorite for whatever reason. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You just like stuff. Yeah, I love hot that shit right, man. I think it was the vibe. It was like a really fun record that we kind of came up with literally on our way to the gas station while we was at the studio. And we had absolutely no intentions on recording that record, but we got back to the studio and was kind of like, you know what? Load it up. Let's go ahead and knock that that's out real quick. So it, we just caught a vibe. So you producing for yourself? or mm -hmm. Okay, that's well. So like I, I work with other producers too. Just because I am a producer don't mean like... Mm, don't yeah, that's my, what I was wondering. Don't touch like, my... No, yeah. like, no. Are you um, the same way? I'm not an artist. Okay. Well, let's, like, let's let that be that. <laughs> I put other people on my chairs. I have no desire <laughs> to be in the front. She right. It is different. Like, I have no desire to be in the front. I like. Yeah. Right. It's, it's yeah. cool being tucked in the back. Like, I like it. But yeah. um, I think I just was doing myself a disservice. And so, like, now I'm just in, a po in the period of, like, trying to figure out the transition from behind the boards and just what that lifestyle because the the business is completely different right you know so trying to figure that part out and as well as wear like a marketing head or a promoter head so what's just developing like what's team. one thing you done learned about yourself as an artist since you done stepped out into it like you didn't know like that i didn't know about myself yeah i'm too much of a perfectionist and sometimes it's not about like getting things like the best that it can be is just putting it out there and letting the people decide because mm. For example, like you like hot Cheetos, right? Yeah, you hate it. It's a good vibe for me, but it's my least favorite track that I put out. What's your favorite? That I've put out? Uh, young Wilder Free is still my favorite. Oh, yeah, I fuck with that Young Wilder Free. It's still my favorite. <laughs> yeah, the Young Wilder Free. <laughs> All your shit be vibing, though, but I fuck with the Young Wilder Free, too. We can cuss on here for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, y'all don't listen to the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> 
But nah, nah, it's all free. Do what you want to do. Okay. Um, but nah, so I definitely love the Young Wild and Free. That's a vibe too. Um, so who do y'all say really influenced y'all the most? Like as far as to really get into this, because I know both of y'all fairly young. How old are y'all? Age wise, I'm thirty one. Thirty one. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. So like, who's y'all? Who's y'all influences brought y'all in the game? Like, who made you fall in love with hip hop or R and B and all of that? Uh, I think. Like, I have a lot of, like, influences in music, being, like, a producer as well. But I would like to say someone's sound who has really kind of pushed me to kind of listen to my sound and want to jump out there and do my own thing. Um, Old Drake. Old Drake. Old Drake. Mm -hmm. I can get that. For me, um, like, before I was, like, into producing, I really was messing with Timberland. I mean, I still do. I said that, like, it was past tense. Like, that was, like, my main influence. But um, since I've been, like, finding my own style, Calvin Harris has mm. been, like, a really big influence for me, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really dope. So. Okay. But you like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. more of a, like, performance type Right. Because, like, when I first met you, you were doing more of, like, performance kind of DJing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, that's the crazy thing. It wasn't even really DJing. I mean, like, I guess you could call it that, but I never had turntables. So it yeah. was, like, I was performing beats, like, making beats live and stuff on my machine a lot. Um, like at events? At events, yeah. Like, people would hire me to come make beats, like, at their event. Matter of fact, what we were talking about prior, I don't know if I'm supposed to bring it No, no, no. no, Because, like, first of all, they didn't know they was both on. Like, I I try not to let people know because I don't want to... It was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I don't want nobody nobody calling each other and, you know, potting before the pie. I be wanting to be... (laughs) Oh, yeah, you are kind of, like, no talking. Yeah, no, he shut us down. We was trying to catch up. He was like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) Because you want to capture it all here, like so. I did one. I was I was laughing when Cuba. I said, "Man, what if they got like some producer beef? Like and we oh. didn't even. Oh yeah, like I hate London. Like, 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 yeah, like, what is that? Like, like, <laughs> because I've heard that about producers. Like you'll find like a beat pack or you'll find a sound and then like you'll put it out and somebody will find that sound or try to copy it. And, I mean, that's just sampling. Yeah, that's it. Like I never even like I've been places like because splice is real heavy. Like I use splice a lot. And I've been places and heard like people use the same splice loop as me, but they flip it completely different. That's so to it. me, that don't really like bother me. We're just playing. I didn't think it would really be, but I was like, oh know, no, what, yeah, it ain't. yeah, whatever. So how did y'all? How do y'all know each other? Um, so we met, which uh, we just, just talking. <laughs> <laughs> we met at um this video shoot when I first moved to Atlanta. She had produced a song for what was the artist's name? Carlette Martin. Shout out to Carlette. Yes, gospel artist. And I actually got invited to the video shoot because I met this guy, uh, Dominique who was directing the video at a completely different event. And he was like, hey, come out to this event or this video shoot. So I just was out there. I was just going to stuff. And she was there. And that was the first time we met. But um, of course, like just being in Atlanta, both being producers, we ran into each other since then. I think Earth Girl, you That's where Earth I Girl thought too, I right? met you at. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that was the second time we actually like was in the same That's space. What, uh, what's my girl? Molly, uh, Molly, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Molly too. That, yeah, yeah that event little fire. Hey, I wanted to be there. Yeah, uh-huh. I wanted to be an Earth Boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that event was lit. <laughs> uh, but now, nah, so I y'all just made me think of something for real, for real. So we've been—I don't know if y'all been watching the BET documentaries. They—they uh, uh, had one on. Um, Master P. They had one on Rough Riders. Are you talking about? Uh, They're doing one on Irv Gotti now in um, Murder Inc. Inc. Okay. Oh, I haven't watched the BET ones. I'm thinking you're talking about it's something on Netflix. Well, these on okay. BET, they're good. You should check them out. Like, okay. They're really good. They like do really good deep dives and just telling the history of how this stuff 
got where it was. So they're doing one on Murder Inc. now, and uh, it, a lot of stuff is just being revealed. Like one, how big Ashanti could have been if she wasn't placed under like just a man that really just taking advantage of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Really pressing himself on her. Like in Atlanta, do y'all see that in Atlanta? Working Atlanta, like because y'all are very too attractive women. Have y'all been tried by men in the Damn. industry? Like anything like that? Like or is Atlanta different? Go, go, now? Ahead, go ahead. I got a story. <laughs> well, I got a couple stories, but yeah, like it's really hard. Like to, like if I was ugly <laughs> and talented, <laughs> like it might be easier. But at the same time, like I'm not. So like, but I've been. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. But it's just like I've been in. I've been in rooms literally where I will lay out my business plan, show it to you on paper, like tell you how this is gonna work. And to have a man um, agree that, yo, that's dope. I think that's a fire plan. Like, I believe in what you're doing. But I had a dream that I ate your pussy on the coffee, conference room table last night. Yeah. Like, really, bro? Like, but, that, I mean, and even that. And then, like, I've had, like, another meeting where I went to. What do you do in that moment? You try to kind of, without losing Yo, shit. <laughs> like, you try to kind of be like, look, I'm not on that type of time. Like, I came here because you alluded that you wanted to do business. Right. And so, um, if that's not what we own, then appreciate the time. I just kind of roll. I'm out. You know, but, um, yeah, like, I had another guy, like, brought me to the to his office. We talked business. And at the end, gave me a speech about how, like, you know, Mariah, how she married her manager at the time or you know what I'm saying like give reference to all the people who has fucked they <laughs> bruh yeah like someone get London a baby like yeah, come like, on yeah like shit like that and <laughs> it's just kind of like I'm looking at this nigga like Irvin Ashanti like come on exactly yeah. exactly like and with a straight face and it's just kind of like y'all niggas is crazy like <laughs> so is it easier to be so if you are attractive in this music industry would y'all say it's easier if you and I want you to go to like in the story but is it easier um, to have a boyfriend or have like a male guy? It's in easier your to have corner? a buffer. Have a buffer. Yeah, I've I realized that I think I've need I've needed a buffer just to. You still got the same manager. We can edit it out if you want to talk about it. Uh, who was my manager at the time when you thought about when who you uh, think about? Nigga, uh, I don't know. I just uh. oh, so yeah. I still rock with this guy named Fred. Are you talking about Fred? I think so. I don't know because it was another guy that I don't name no more, and I'm just kind of looking. No, at I, think like Fred. I think it's Fred. I think it's Fred. Okay. Fred got a good smile. Like good yeah, yeah, energy. Yeah, 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 Fred. Yeah, I fuck with Fred. Yeah, fuck Fred. With that's Fred. my buffer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with Fred. I fuck with real good energy, cool mm-hmm. dude. You know what I'm saying? Me and we, we and him connected soon. We seen. Yeah, for sure. That's right. That's not right. Yeah, for me, I don't have a manager um, because, like, I was in a position where I had one and I didn't feel like he was doing anything for me. I I felt like I could have just done better for myself. Like, I'm sending business to him, like, through him. Like, people reaching out to me. I'm like, all right, cool. Talk to my manager about it. And, like, no deals are getting closed. I just feel like I was missing out. I'd rather just handle stuff myself until I get the right manager. It is better to have a buffer. No, it is what it is. But it would be better to have somebody so that it's not, like, a direct connect. But I'm also, like, just, like, the more you do it, like, you kind of get, what's that, a spirit of discernment about, like, picking out the bullshit. Like, I could tell when you reach out to me what you want. Like, 
what she was saying about, oh, most people will be like, oh, well, you know, most you know, most girls uh, be messing with their manager and managers be trying to da, 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 da. Like, if you talking to me about that, but you want to be my manager, I'm thinking you're most guys. Like, you're telling me, like, you know, most niggas will be doing this, but you ain't got to worry about that with me. I'm thinking you're the one I'm going to have to worry about. That with. Like, <laughs> why it's are you giving your it's line? It's giving, <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Can, can, so. can I ask a question, no. though? What about the other side, though? Like, has there ever been a time where maybe you do see somebody attractive in the industry to work together? And then, like, how weird is that? Yeah. Like, to, you know, kind of shoot your shot at the manager or producer that you're working with. Like, yeah. How did that go? I mean, I guess it's just kind of, it's a vibe thing. Like, you got to kind of feel the energy. Like, if you shoot for, okay, so if you shoot a shot and it's given kind of like a, no connection or you're not giving that vibe back, then it's just kind of like, all right. How y'all shoot shots? Go I was, Brad, that's why I got quiet. I don't. <laughs> I was like, this ain't a question for me. <laughs> I don't do that in regular life, let alone in like a business like, environment. You know how, like when you flirt with somebody? Man. Nah, I'm weird. I'm awkward. I don't flirt. Like, but it's you'll never know. You'll never <laughs> listen. So you don't want that nigga to trip up. Bro, <laughs> yeah, it's like if you like me or if I like you, whatever. That sounds so childish. How you get there? You like me. Yeah, like I mean, if you don't, if you don't approach me, well, you it, go it with just me. wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yes, yes or no, baby. No. <laughs> London, I have, the, have this letter I want to give you. Can't run away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but nah, that's uh, that that's crazy. We we were just talking about that. We were just saying how we feel like. Cause if you think about Ashanti, like she was just as big as Beyonce. Like her name was up there with everybody else. And then when you watch this documentary, it's like, dang, Ashanti probably could have been. That's a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nigga mind. Like, like, you know like she could have been way bigger than she was, but she was in a situation where, and, and then she never gave her side of the story. So you just hearing Irv's side of the story, and it sound colluded. Like his shit was like, I just looked her. I was in the studio every night, and she had on those so baby lame, fat, yeah, them baby so fat lame. sweats, and her ass was so fat. And then I dropped her off, and I gave her a kiss, and I was like, Mwah. and she looked at me like, "What took, took you so long?" long? And I'm like, "Nigga, she probably looked at you like, what the fuck? Right. Like, what you just do?" But has that happened to y'all have y'all refused or denied somebody in the industry and then kind of got played like you could have got that position you said no and then you yeah that's why it's taking so long y'all yeah. think we only y'all dicks and it's just it, it's amazing at the business that i have seen just pass up things yep. that make sense because i don't want to fuck you and that hasn't changed even now with like the industry being more, you know, women led with like women managers and rappers. Not so many of niggas. Like yeah, it's I mean, still very male dominated. There right. are like more women coming up in the industry, but it's still male dominated. Shout out to the queens coming up. Yeah, okay. facts. But you know, and I just kind of feel like for a person like myself, it forces you to in London because like she's doing everything herself. It forces you to solve all the issues yeah. that you can by yourself because it gets it's like running your head to a into a brick wall every time you ask for assistance or you ask for help mm -hmm. it's just kind of like i hope they don't happen again but you kind of hold your breath yeah. you know what i mean so mm -hmm. this is this is depressing what? like <laughs> not, no but not, and, and they kind of fuck up everybody else so y'all know uh taylor nixon of course. Right. That's my home girl. All right. So I met Taylor yesterday. 
So she performed at this. E- oh, the uh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. So that she performed at this Iman event, uh, this Muslim event at the uh, CT Martin Center. So we were there with social change, feeding people. It was like it was fresh beats and eats. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, y'all see her band. She dope, got a good vibe. So you I know, know, I'm walking up to her after, like, yo, man, I like your energy. You know, I want, I want you to come on the pod. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's coming off like. She, I could tell she looked at me on so like, nigga, you trying to holler? But I'm yeah. like, nah, I really just want you to come on my podcast. Like, that's all the shit is. But and then you said we're on episode 167. They be like, oh, okay, you really got a podcast. No, you know what really uh cooled it down? I literally, because I seen, I followed her. And then we got mutual. I was like, yeah, London actually coming on tomorrow. I, I dropped okay. her name. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say, I'll tell her about it. Like, yeah, yeah. Straight. So, and I ain't saying she said it came off like that, but she ain't say nothing. But I could tell. You know, it's always this, are you trying to holler or are you really trying to do Because that's got to be hard because it's like, how can you network and connect if you got to have this buffering nigga? It is what it is. You're attractive. Like, it's just going to happen. Like, and and, Taylor is attractive. So, Mm -hmm. I ain't saying she not, but for me, I'm really just on business. Yeah, yeah. And then when I I hear, like, Dame Dash describe it, like, Dame sounds like, you know, he surrounds himself with women. He's always, like, big up the women Mm -hmm. and stuff. So I, I don't know. I part of me thought like maybe it was changing, but then hearing y'all stories, it sounds like you know more shit changed, more shit stayed the same. Didn't Dame Dash date Aaliyah? Did, that that sound like it. Before. That was right, right. I feel like weren't they like in love or some shit? Yeah, I, they were dating, like but I, he wasn't producing her though. How old is he? How old was? I thought she was. Le- I thought she was. I thought she was legal age. I don't know the age difference. Don't get me caught up I'm on the saying, like, You know, I got theories on all that I'm stuff. Saying, you know, Jay- look, he know all the ages. <laughs> Shit. What you say about Jay-Z? way older than Beyonce. Well, yeah, but it's Beyonce. Nah, nah, Beyonce nah, needs somebody that nah, can play. Like, see, see, I thought Beyonce and Aaliyah was around the same age. They are the same age, and Jay-Z was 50 fucking with her. Like, it was just, <laughs> it was a goddamn. It Beyonce was, was probably looking like, who? Can really keep up with it. Was a, <laughs> it was a play. <laughs> it was a young old play that went. I ain't right. gonna hold. You. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It was. A, it was a young old play that. I'm just saying. See, it was a hold young. On, is, is something wrong with the young and old play? Like no, no. I was just saying, like based on like y'all say, you know, not everybody is like that. And then I, I don't know. You said something about Dame Dash, and I was like, well, didn't he kind of like date Aaliyah, who they was working together or something? That's see, on, I never sometime. knew they dropped music together. I thought he was just. Fucking, like, I thought not. I thought they were in different realms. Like it wasn't like how with Timberland was when you heard Timberland's interview and he mm-hmm. was like how in love with in with Aaliyah he was and like you yeah, never in seen. Lo- no, educate me. I'm gonna put an interview. All right, I'll shut up. Educate me. I've been fucking with this nigga. It's my mentor. Hold on. But so, no, it ain't nothing wrong with like older, younger. It just depends on when you ca- how young you catch them. Like yeah. that's where it get kind of weird. At. But that still don't change the fact that like the reason Taylor might you might have got that energy from her is probably because other experiences she's had where she's had to filter through that. Yeah. So like it's just it's just very common. Like I've had people buy beats just to make a song shoot and they shot out that's shot right. at me, which was like creative, but uh. <laughs> Bought a beat and made a song like shooting a shot at me. Oh, they made the song too. God, mix and master. Yes, yes, it's crazy. And I was like listening, like I got this beat from a shot. It's so fun. I'm rapping on this motherfucker. Be mine. 
it might be London or something. Yeah, but listen, right. what listen. I'm saying is, but isn't that half flattery though? Like you got a full oh, check yeah, and a nigga flattery. made a song. Yeah, but like I'm not out here trying to find. I think it's half flattery. I'm gonna be real. I feel like the line should be once you shoot. Just don't try to get your rebound. It's over with. You just shoot, shoot your one shot and it's done. And, and if it don't work, just and, let and it And it's go. done. I, I think you can't blame nobody for shooting one shot. No, I feel you. I think it, I had to like stop cutting niggas off. Well, sometimes you Yeah, I'm like, you know, it. I can think of scenarios. But I feel like I had to stop cutting niggas off like completely just because they shot Facts. a shot. Because you would have nobody. And you, it, it's yeah. like starting over is exhausting. <laughs> no, no, but listen, yeah, nah. Yeah, you know, you got to have you some Rogers. Well, well hold on. Go hold on, Roger. You, you know, well, you know, like, especially if you if you have friendships with, with girls, like, like, at my age, like, by now, girls I know, I've known probably 15 years plus. When you hear the initial story, it was a shot. Like, hey, I tried to holler, but then it didn't happen, and then... We end up just being super fucking cool. You married yeah. kids. I mean, all that extra shit now. But like, like you said, if you kind of stop, I mean, off, niggas yeah. gonna nig. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> the one gonna thing. Nig, niggas <laughs> gonna nig. Niggas gonna nig. You know shirt. what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> that's one thing. But like, I think that's kind of mature if you can just say accept the one shot and keep moving forward. Because yeah. I think niggas is gonna nig, and then hell, you move forward. I, and I mean, if you attract, you attractive. Like everything is like, what if this the one? Yeah. No, it just depends on how the shot is taken. Oh, no. like, here go, here don't go, be shooting from here, the half court. Here line. go your boy Timlin shooting his shot. Oh, Lord. This man. First man on the list. It's time for the world to hear this. I'm going to give up a little sweetheart. I was in love with him. But I'm not. She's just a baby. I'm old. I said to myself, I'm just going to be her brother. But he didn't hit it. I was fighting a, a big war. But I love Liz. Come on, man. Damn. All right. Go. I ain't know that. Cut, cut. <laughs> I ain't know that. One of the funniest hands that I ain't know that. I ain't know that. I she said, I'm going to be her brother. I ain't gonna lie. I'm going to use that as a drop. I'm going to use that as a drop. I ain't you know that. You got it. But see, like, at least he made that executive decision, though. No, no, nah, nah, he said, he said right at first. He, right he, right did. Decision, he said at first. He said at first. I'm just going to be her brother. But she a baby. <laughs> Right, at least he rationalized it. But what I'm saying, I said it to say, <laughs> niggas don't nig. So he had all that, he ran all that in his head <laughs> and was like, you know what? I big brother. And made him amazing music. You know, classic music, but like, would you rather niggas be. Niggas don't nig. All right, because y'all say it's hard. It's hard. And you said if you cut niggas off, you ain't going to have nobody. I just heard y'all say that. Would you rather be ugly and talented and get annoyed? Or would you rather continue to have your good looks and be talented and get. Annoyed. I mean, ignored listen to the question. Annoyed. Oh, you said. Oh, okay. I was like, did you say annoyed? So you say ignored yeah. or annoyed? Yeah. Oh, okay. right now you're annoyed. <laughs> no, I get what you say. I thought you said anno- ugly and annoyed or pretty and annoyed. I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think nobody would want to like give up their good looks, right? Like, I mean, either way, you're gonna have like. That's struggles. why niggas listening to the monkeypox shit. Niggas ain't fucking. No, yeah, them. like COVID, they was like, we out here. Monkeypox says like we might want to stay inside. <laughs> They got y'all with like three or four social media videos, and you ain't seen nobody you know with it. You're like, all right, we back outside. We back outside. Oh, <laughs> and they yeah. back outside. <laughs> they, they scared y'all with the three videos. We have our three good videos that I'm scaring folks. Yeah. And then one of them was fake because Buddy was like taking them all. Oh, yeah, I saw that. that. It was, was like for fake. his music video or something. Trying to yeah. promote. See, yeah. why you do that? Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. So, 
is it that bad or is it you know you just no? Know. I mean everything is it like yeah. I mean it's bad, bad but it's like you got to. I don't like, want to be ugly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> I mean, for sure. Yeah. It's bad, but yeah, like being ugly is a whole nother struggle. So. Exactly. But like, does the um because we've heard this from a media person before, like. Does the openness and being single, like, does that kind of give you more opportunities? Because if you did walk in with a ring on your finger and they knew. I don't know. I'm going to try that next time. I'm just going to be fake married out here. That might be a good, you know what? Because I wonder how many opportunities would you you lose more for saying no to to the advance or would you lose more by just already being taken off the market? So the thing is, like. I really feel like if any opportunity is for you, it's for you. And if it ain't, it ain't. So, like, I ain't missing out on nothing that God got for me anyway. Right. If I'm walking in with a God ring did. and I make it. God did. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> but, not like, if I'm walking in with a ring, all that's going to do is help in my situation because I'll it'll weed it out. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you see what I'm on. So, like, what you want, it yeah. is what it is. You fuck so. around, lose your husband. You no. try to shoot your shot. You're like, you married, lady. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, what this? This is fake. This is fake. It's not even real. It's my commitment to Jesus. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Now, uh, can I ask y'all a production question? Uh, speaking of Irv Gotti, because one thing in the in the documentary, and I hear this a lot oh, yeah. of music hey, documentaries. Yeah. Like, what was your first piece of um, music musical equipment that you received that was like, oh yeah, I got this piece, and now I'm about to be on. Whether that been like a turntable or an instrument or beat machine, like what was that? That's a good question. Uh, for me, it was the machine MK3. Coach teach me how to use it, goddamn. Oh, I got you for sure. I got you. <laughs> oh yeah, it was so, like, bro. It's so fun. Like I was like, oh my god, this is gonna make me get my ideas out like way faster. Cause up until then, I was just using a uh, MIDI keyboard and Logic. So mm. machine, it's like the hardware. You could sample stuff, and it was just like so much. Is faster. that the shit like, when, I think when it's so fire when you make those beats live like that? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Is that the shit when the nigga be on Instagram and they be pressing it, but Finger a new drumming. thing come on? Like, yeah. it like yeah. they be changing the music, like, And was that recent or you were young when you first got your first um, one? That was maybe like three years ago, three mm. or four years ago. Okay. okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so you be doing that shit live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I know that because I don't been in the studio with a nigga making beat, and it wasn't nothing I want to hear while I'm at an event. Yeah. So you must be crazy, <laughs> nigga. I, I, I don't know, but when I do it live, I practice. I don't be like literally like just walking in there dry, like trying to okay, come up with an so idea. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was it's free WWE, freestyle. I mean, it can be. Like I can, but like I like to if I'm like being paid to like put on a show, yeah, I like, like to twenty be prepared. beats. Yeah, because I thought you it was know, like, like you know hustle and flow like. Yeah, no, yeah, we do that too. But like, I like to be prepared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it look good. No, for real. Hey man, turn that down. Hey man, can y'all put that down for a minute, man? We, we only record. That's what's up. That's what's, what's the up. best movie? To, uh, well, what's your piece? What's your piece of equipment? Well, I mean, shout out to my uh, best friend. My best friend's name's Mylon. Like, he um literally gifted me a whole setup. He gave me a computer. He gave me the speakers and a keyboard to go with it. He literally got me started. He was like, look, you need to do this. <laughs> Why y'all laughing? Y'all think he like her? Nah, nah, I ain't saying that. That was it, my only it was ironic. real friend. It's ironic. It's just ironic. No, I believe he's a real friend. I believe he's a real friend. It's just the irony. The irony. Of what we was just talking about. Like, but y'all, y'all being funny, but he never, like before, when he gave me all that shit, he never actually shot his shot at me. Like, it was but just when awesome. you got good. I mean, he might have shot it. <laughs> 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 I was just, I was just it was after that. It was after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's cool. Y'all still cool. He shot yeah, once. He that's tried. Still my he dog. Said, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, that's okay. Still my dog. 
But look, here's the thing. He shot at the McCaffrey. And that's, a, that's just a real nigga. I yeah, appreciate like, it. Yeah, like that's a nigga's nigga. Cause you didn't like, give, you didn't give you, that much equipment. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. You. He gave me his old shit, y'all. He had upgraded, but he had his computer. Man, he still gave you the shit. Yeah. All right, all right. See, so we doing this shit. See, <laughs> <laughs> we gonna tell stories there. I I gave equipment before too. <laughs> what you give up? Mine went to set up. See. No, yeah. my shit was like this. Would be shooting my shot. I'm like bitch. I don't believe in you that like, much. Let me help you get your set up, because oh I'm setting myself. I can't even get a whole DJ set up. Like, Hell no, my homeboy head. No, like, I feel like when you make good relationships, like, people do look out for you. My homeboy That's head crack. Head crack, shout out to head crack. He gave me an MK, MK3. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I just got that joint not too long ago, oh, so that's okay, what I'm trying to. Let's link. For sure. Yeah. For, for sure, sure, yeah. Oh, the head crack. <laughs> Y'all stupid. <laughs> I Y'all are crazy. See, I was letting that one slide. That's them head crap. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> we fuck with your head crap. That's fuck with you, bro. We fuck with you, big bro. So, so, like, what age did y'all know y'all were musically inclined? Yeah, what did y'all know? This Because I, I got kids, and they're around like, that middle school age, and I'm trying to figure out, okay, when is that talent going to break through? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> 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 what should I buy? Like, somebody going to get, should it be the football? Should I get the keyboard? Should I get the computer? Nah, I ain't, we ain't gonna make no petty investment. Yeah, real investment, real investment. Yeah, we try but to, what, what we try to be it? direct. Uh, I started taking piano lessons in eighth grade. Oh, so you're musically yeah, trained. Yeah, I, I, uh-huh, I did piano lessons all through high school. So I would say that's a good age. But you know, people start piano at the age of five. So like, it's never really too early. That's about how long I've been begging for piano lessons. <laughs> so what got nah, you into the music? I um I started in around like eighth nah. I started right, yeah, eighth grade, like eighth, ninth grade okay. uh, in that summer. Because uh, I remember, no, nah, I was actually in my mom's garage because I couldn't have boys in the house. <laughs> so, like, my friend, he would come by and, like, we, he literally showed me how to, like, work the loophole. Yeah. <laughs> See that garage door open? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. We, we had a lot of good times in the garage. <laughs> but, yeah, like, um, so around then, like, I, I realized, because I used to play basketball a lot. So, I kind of realized that I like music more than I like basketball. So, I kind of made that transition. I used to play basketball, too. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Look at that, yeah. look at that. Good job. See, you baby girl playing basketball? So you know what I'm saying? Hey. But she's not supposed to cheerlead, though. Oh, okay. You know okay. sound disappointed. Well, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> 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 you don't want her to be a cheerleader? No, no. It's just a different level. Like, you know, when she was hooping, I'm going to the games, I'm seeing her hoop. Now it's you don't like, like the uniforms, huh? Well, no, nah, I mean, yeah. I'm tripping off of that. It's just the you experience. Like, I'm going, going to the football game, but like, the game over here, but I'm like right here. Because I'm watching the, you know, about two or three cheers at a time. And then she be trying to play me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that you old. I'm with the girl. So I'm like, I ain't getting no love. You know what I'm saying? Aww. Like, when I, she was hooping, I feel like I got more love. Because, yeah. you know, she needed that. Oh, dad, you know, teach me how to hold the ball. I can't teach her no cheers. Yeah. You know what okay. I'm saying? I don't, you know, I don't know nothing like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll get it back. You out can learn you some cheers, you know? A little, a little something, a little oosh-boonya. Yeah, like yeah, 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 I got you. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, so you, um, I know we uh, came in to R-Linux. R-Linux just dropped her uh, new album. Um, have you listened to it yet? You like it, don't like it, love it, hate it? Uh, yeah, I listen to it. I like it. Uh, Are you an R-Linux <laughs> fan I don't know what overall? I was to say. Um, 
so that's like a thing about me. I'm not really like a fan of a lot of people. I don't really like play a lot of people's music on repeat and stuff like that because I'm like trying to like. She like Wayne. I only listen to my yeah, shit. No, <laughs> like not like no cat. Else do that with the podcast. I, yeah, about I, pod. I literally don't listen to nobody else. Yeah. Like, I mean, I got 106, 70 episodes. Look, I mean, I got, <laughs> and then I got some unleashed shit that we yeah. don't drop till I die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, we had the print, print oh, vaults. How he be doing podcasts? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I record my will every year on my birthday. Your will? Yeah. That's a good practice, actually. Yeah, you you never know if you're going to make it to the I next got, year. I added three new mics go to Keith. <laughs> 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 Look, the way this technology is, I'll be potting every week with them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> AI technology, I just type it in. Lit. That's what's up, though. Yeah. But no, nah, so, I mean, like, I listen to it. Sometimes I listen to new music when it drops just to listen to it. Right. Um, Her album, I thought was fired up. Like, my favorite song is the one she got with Lucky Day, but I think mm. I'm biased because I'm a Lucky Day. Lucky Day fan. Yeah, like, I, I mess with Lucky is that Day. The one so, I like? yeah. I like that. I like but that Ari is super, she's super talented. I don't think like that anybody could debate that. Are you an R&B heavy person? I am more um, like pop funk heavy. Like um, like I was saying earlier, like Calvin Harris, like the Silk Sonic, like that type mm. of vibe. Black I actually Pink. really enjoy Beyonce's new album too. So like. I do like Beyonce. The yeah, dance like album? Mm-hmm. As producers, y'all appreciated it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. What about Drake's? Same vibe? I did not appreciate Drake's. Drake's was alright to me. Drake's was very loopy production wise. That's, That's what accurate. I didn't like. It wasn't a lot of dynamic range. I feel like That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, I Beyonce it. did what Drake was trying to do. Well, that's why I think Drake just put it out. Yeah. Cuz like, he had to get ahead of it. Somebody heard and was like, "Hey, put yeah. that shit out." Cuz your shit coming after, after Beyonce. It's, it's like nigga, be, nah. Yeah. Yeah, anything period after Beyonce happened, but now y'all in the same genre, like yeah. then you about to lose. But you know, Beyonce's wasn't as like dance, dance heavy as I thought it was gonna be. Like when she dropped Break My Soul, I thought it was gonna be like more like like that. The album had a lot of like Afrobeat influence. Like it was more like that type of dance hall than like I just, EDM. Like, Beyonce, I just don't like how she on um, Break My Soul. I don't like how she said outside. Outside. You're not gonna say it because say outside. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's, it's for the girls. It is yeah. for the girls. Every it's girl I say it, they like it. But I like I like I say it. Like, <laughs> like, it's like, you know how somebody trying to talk like that? Like, you don't talk like that. Bro. That whole album was just a mood of its own. Yeah. Yeah. Like, from the moment you press play, it's just kind of like, welcome to Beyonce's world. Period. I love it. Yes. Y'all doing, uh, y'all got any uh, dance beat tracks? Dance beat? I got a couple. That's just not my... That's not my area of just like I feel like making it today. Mm-hmm. But if it's a need and somebody paying, then okay, we're gonna make this today. Right. But <laughs> What's your bag then? Uh I like um R and B melodic kind of trap records. I like that. Mm-hmm. You got some new shit you want me to know? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I let you drop it. You know, I like it. Yeah. Oh, I got you. What's, what's, what's your bag? Uh pop funk. Pop funk. Yeah. Hip hop, like I like doing like like that, like line crossing between like blending genres. So like, it's it's funny you say that. How do you think like, I can ask you this too. Do y'all think like the genres are starting to like fall apart? Like there's no longer just yeah. hip hop and right. rap and it's country and pop. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of line crossing. It's whatever sure. you decided it is. But how does that help y'all as producers? Like. Because before, I feel like you could easily just say, you know what, I'm going to just only do rap and then be stuck over there. But mm-hmm. then, like, with everything blending, do you get more opportunities or do you see more copycats? Because 
you know, folks can kind of blend through. That's a good question. Um, like, I think the problem is not when I'm making the records because the idea when you're making a record is just to make something sonically great. But I think that problem comes into play when you're sending the record because how am I, yeah, like how much, who am I supposed to send this to or what artist, are they in this mood? Mm-hmm. You know, that's where it becomes kind of difficult to kind of categorize what kind of records are you sending to the specific artist. Yeah, mm. I agree with that. And then how do y'all make, how do you make the music last longer? Like, because I feel like I the think past like three years, she got inspiration day. Yeah. Yeah. Like even if you, if you're trying to uh, ride waves, it'll expire. That's true. So I think like, as long as you focus, like she said, on trying to make something that's sonically great and like that feels timeless, right. then you can't really like, um, but yeah, as long as you're focused on like, you know, not trying to like do what you're hearing, then you, you won't be late. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of. Yeah. So if you could literally right now, you got an album, you got an artist you get to work with and do an album with, they let you do the whole thing. Who is it? Beyonce. Okay. You got Beyonce too? I like Beyonce for sure. I got a record for you right now. Like, please call me. Have y'all found <laughs> any um, local art? Because you know, there's always this producer artist, and you know, you can just make a whole tape together. Uh, shout out to Mogul Ma. That's like, that's basically like my local artist, if that's what you want to call them, but we worldwide with this shit. So, um, no, but we make a lot of music together. One thing I really, really appreciate about him, besides he's talented, is just like his professionalism, um, his work ethic. So that like, nigga didn't nick. Now nah, that nigga didn't nick. <laughs> Don't nick, Jamal, please. Keep being one of the good ones. That nigga has not nicked. He's been a really good friend, though. Like, in addition to, like, you know, we work together. He's actually just a cool person. So, yeah, like, that, that's, like, we've been doing a lot of stuff for Sync. I know if I call him, he he going to get it done. He going to do it within the parameters that I set. It's going to be on time. It ain't going to be no bullshit, no excuses. I'm, was we cussing this whole time? Yeah, you can cuss Oh, okay. Yeah, so... He was yeah. late. He was late to the <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, have we been cussing? My bad. But yeah, so shout out to my mom. That, you got somebody you work with locally? Um, yeah, I work with a few people locally, like, but as far as somebody that I'm just putting my eggs in all the best to myself right now. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah you're an artist. You're an artist too. Like so that. like, I mean, when I was just focused on producing, then yeah, damn, right. here y'all go. There you go. It's okay. <laughs> y'all making me, y'all making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I swear this don't happen all the time. <laughs> So, everything happening in the game right now, it's a lot of crazy things happening. You see Young Thug Gunner with the Rico case, you hear drill music. As producers, do y'all feel y'all have a level of responsibility of what artists are putting in music and what they're putting out? Or y'all just, look, we make the ingredients, them niggas cooking the food. To an extent, to an extent, like after you produce it, the writers or the artists is kind of gonna take it and do what they gonna do, unless you in the room with them and you providing your influence on it. Yeah, and also like when you send beats to certain artists, you kind of already know what type of music they make. So if you don't want that type of stuff, then don't send that artist beats. Like I think once like. You kind of just, it's like, I think the responsibility just starts with, like, who you working with. Like, if that's not what you want promoted over your track, then don't send your tracks to that artist. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can't send a track to an artist and expect them 
to do something different than they normally would do. Like she said, unless if y'all like in the studio together and you're influencing them. But like if you just sending it off, you kind of at the mercy of whatever they do. So. So how y'all feel right now about the current state of music and kind of what's being put out? Where y'all at on it? I. <laughs> so as far as the responsibility of the artist, I do feel like. Um, that, well, let me just say this before we even get into hey, it. Yeah, stop. Don't be posturing either. Y'all just talk. Let me, okay. I just feel like y'all kind of Diddy might be listening, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, listen. So um, with the Rico stuff and everything that's going on, I do feel like they are, all, and by they, y'all know who I'm talking about, they are always trying to find a reason to lock us up. Fuck this you, funny. extra, <laughs> bro. Like, I don't Damn. think that, I don't I don't really like what they got going on because I think they just looking for a re another reason to use the prisons for us because we know that that's what most prisons were created for anyway, us. So, like, I think that that's really what's going on here. But as far as, like, what these artists are putting out, you know, some of this music is really crazy. Like, the drill music get, like, intense. Like, I can't listen to it. Like, I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, y'all are, like, turning up. I can't, like, I don't relate to that type of life. Preaching. Like, I can't, like, so... As far as that, like, I do feel like people need to be a little more, you know, mindful of the stuff that they're saying because they are influencing kids. Now you got kids putting out drill music. Like, and I mean, like, talking about shooting people and stuff, and they, like, 10, 11 years old. Like, so I definitely don't like that. I do feel like there should be some sort of accountability, but do I think that the accountability should come from people trying to put them in jail? Absolutely not. So you disagree with Charleston White? when he, Charleston White said, he was at, shit, everybody know Thug was in them streets. He said, Thug, he like, it's all them cases. We can track back shooters. We know he he deserved about 10. That's what Charleston White said. You disagree? No comment. I mean, I feel like people I feel like people have always talked about Thug and his involvement in the streets. Like, that's not the issue. Like I personally think young Thug is killer. <laughs> he I wouldn't doubt it from the stories that I've heard, but that's not what we're talking about. Right, we're talking about reflect. the lyrics. Being <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if we're talking them. about his street life, or are we talking about the fact that he's rapping about it? Like, yeah, like, my thing is, is y'all using this man's lyrics. Yeah. They can be complete need some, lies. Some concrete evidence right. against them, then, like, we talk about putting him in jail for whatever, but the lyrics, I think, don't have. Okay, so, so let's, let's just take this off a of thug for a minute and, like, keep it real. Like when music is produced, when lyrics are written, it is an interpolation of your life, maybe your friend's life around you. Like it, it's a proximity to you. That's fine, but rap music ain't so, the only type of music where people is use like using their lyrics and talking about their lifestyle. But who are they attacking? Us. No, it's not. But rap so, lyrics seem to only be the ones when I say that I was on the corner posted and I shot such and such. The such next and week, such and such, such and such pop up with a body, and it's like, ain't no coincidence. Rap is probably one of the only genres where, like, hell, we on this podcast talking and like, giving our opinion. If one of these YSL niggas don't like what they heard, they they compress us. Yeah, that shit don't happen in country. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can talk about Toby Keith, and ain't nobody finna come holler at me about. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm only, only not saying this because we talking about responsibility. On the producer side, like as podcasters, we're now being dragged into this. That's why it was a whole uh, debacle online with Adam Twenty Two and Joe Budden. Joe Budden called out Adam Twenty Two, saying that he's provoking this shit. So what he'll do, he'll bring one rapper on and say, "Man, I heard you said this about this on the rap. Who were you talking about?" Making them go into it. Then he'll bring the other rapper on and let them. And so he's like starting podcast beef mm -hmm. that's going beyond the lyrics, right? 
So Joe Budden was like, as podcasters, we have a responsibility to not participate in that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because that shit be going on the next level. What Keith's saying is, yeah, like, on one end. Yeah, I'm here to report it. Like, it's, you know, like what Adam was saying, the other part about it is, but you niggas is doing that. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm just reporting the news, and I'm just trying to figure out why it's right. Because rap is the only music that is really real. Like, it used to be. It's not necessarily of, really real, no, though. Let me, let, me you, let me tell you what I mean. When rap first came out, and you hear broken glass everywhere, like, these are the breaks. You're headed for self-destruction. Fuck the police. Like, as we're getting closer and closer in musical genre history, like, these music, these songs are a reflection of the time and what's happening, and they're real. A lot of other music, like, especially when it comes like, to R&B and pop and shit, is written. Hell, Ashanti is writing for J-Lo. J-Lo knows nothing about being posted with her niggas on the block, but they let us say nigga because Ashanti wrote it, right? With rap, you got to write your own lyrics. You got to live your words. J-Lo say nigga? Yeah, yeah, she said yeah, he said, y'all let her do it. Yeah. Um, <coughs> y'all let her do it. <laughs> but I'm saying, in, in rap, you got to write your own lyrics. If you don't write your own lyrics, you ain't real. If you didn't live your lyrics, you wasn't real. So, like. like we can't say it's real. We can't say can't. it ain't real. But then, on other end, Jay-Z drop a verse. We like, man, all that shit he said, we know it's real. Like, we can't, on one end, say rap really ain't real. But it's really like hearsay, though. Like, I mean, if you're going to. In a court of law, like you said, you did it. I said you might not have done it. Like, it's still no factual base to. Uh, yeah, it's to, just yeah. No, nah, it ain't. They ain't just going there with their with just lyrics. It ain't like they're just saying this is all we have. It's there's recordings. There's I mean, this I just Rico don't see case, why the lyrics need to be involved at all. Like, if you have a case, I don't see why the lyrics need to be involved. Oh, at all. because you That's said it. Man. That's yeah. why. I'm sorry, but it's a, I, I mean, can say anything. Yeah, say the sun is so, rich. All right, like, all right, reverse it. Like reverse it. Your cousin get killed. We got a chance to go to get justice. We know who did it. And they rapping about shooting a nigga on the uh, Cleveland Avenue. Your cousin got killed on Cleveland Avenue. You saying remove that from the uh, evidence? You saying you would want it removed? I'm not saying remove it. I'm just saying that I don't feel as if that it, it really holds much weight if you can't prove it like with factual, tangible evidence. Well, but, but I think what they're saying is they can't. Like, I think what they're saying is they say this is when, a piece. When, when you rap about carrying a gun in your purse, right? Because you know, Thug carries a purse, and then they have a picture of you pulling a gun out of your purse. Your lyrics, like, if, but if, if you have a picture of me pulling a gun out of a purse, why, then do it's you, why does it matter about the lyrics? Because, because you're adding on to it. It's, it's, just it's, like, okay, it's, like, it's I, like the tape, it's like a wearing a wire. Like, if you know I'm selling drugs. But Why see, are you the, I feel the like that's just, hear me say but that's just a target to 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 rap because like as a writer and I write a lot of R and B right. Sometimes I lose inspiration on what I want to talk about from my life. So I'll go watch a movie and I'll physically actually talk about a story that aligns with the movie that I just saw. Like when I was watching it, how did I feel about the characters? Like you know, what did I see? What emotions did they draw up? And I would create a whole song about it. But it actually has no reflection on my personal life. I feel like that if with a good writer, that can be any case. Hmm. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. But I think that because of that level of realism in rap, that's the reason why our lyrics are looking like that. Like, and because of the ultimate thing, like, if you found out that Jay-Z never wrote any of his shit and it was all jazz-o, 
it like besmirches his whole fucking like career, his whole rap stats, all of that. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think that's why sometimes it's a tricky line. Like I listen, I don't agree. I don't think you should be able to use the lyrics, but when the lyrics do line up, and we've been in the studio, like you heard niggas rap shit, and you like that shit happened. You know what I'm saying? And that I've also heard niggas rap shit and be like, Reggie got, got shot. Benny <laughs> 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 got shot. Yeah, yeah. So, so niggas ooh. be flex. For me, I say use them, but that's just me. I say fuck it. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I don't think you should use them, but I was just I'm on asking because. I say use them, motherfuckers. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't like using them per se because we should be able to like you. Don't, you really do need to prove yeah. it in court. You just can't use my lyrics. But I feel like yeah, the but that's, rappers that's that are saying it are stupid. That's what's being done. That's, 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 that's actual. That's that's factual. But that's what's being done though. Again, so we about to see. That's why I'm ready for January. Because January when they start this case, we about to see. People think they're just going in there. All we have is your rap lyrics. Nah, they got a combination of shit. This rap lyrics is like glue that's putting all this shit together. Like, so what I'm saying is, in January we about to see what this look like when you have a major Rico case based on rappers' lyrics and music. We about to see how they lay it out. It could be a, we'll see. But I feel like this about to be the first OJ case of our generation. How niggas, how my mama was watching OJ. Like I remember my mama making us shut up. Because she was stuck to that TV watching OJ. I feel like that's what's about to happen with this uh, Young Thug and Gunner case. Like, all of us about to be watching it and seeing what's laid out. But this shit out of this shit out of control, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the music is just too reflective of what's happening. Like, we uh, young niggas just doing these pills and overdosing and dying. It's it's just too reflective. And like I said, your dumb ass. Start rapping about that shit. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of stupid when you basically tell incriminating yourself. Like you saying it is the issue. The you first steal issue. Cars and <laughs> take off the tags. <laughs> when finally wrote that lyric, I was like, damn, what fuck song that came from? I mean, if you listen, like, I think that's the reason why Twenty One Savage gets away with it because I don't. I think it's coming out that he probably didn't do none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no. No, I'm saying like, I think it's even that like. I think he's just rapping other people's lives. Like, there's no way he really did caught all them bodies the way he said he did. Mm-hmm. 50 Cent's another good one. And like, we all thing. know 50 fake gangster. You know what I'm saying? He's like a paperwork gangster. You know what I'm saying? But, like, 50's not doing... I don't know. 50 got shot nine times. No, no. He got shot because he was talking shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he, he's that type of nigga. But, like, hell, yeah. 50, 50... 50 just swole. Yeah. So, he looked hard. But he really more business than he is gangster. And you know some niggas just do hard shit because you got to. I mean, like you be in situations you got to punch the nigga. Like you might not really want to be exactly, yeah. but you just got to because that's just what the rule is. Yeah. That's Real what I think Fifty Cent. Is. Yeah, but now that's what I'm saying. Fifty Cent paperwork gangster. Like just does what he got to do. But like I said, man, they stupid. They shouldn't be saying some of that shit. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So for y'all, completely different direction. Your plan, your vision. If everything goes right. What does it look like for Higgy on the top? Mm. What does it look like for London on the top? If this plan that you wrote out to that nigga that was nigga, yeah. <laughs> if that business plan goes right, <laughs> what does it look like? First of all, how many pages was that plan? It wasn't over like three pages. Straight <laughs> 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 <Hey>, nigga. <laughs> it, was, it was like the the outline. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? You got a nigga table of cartoons. 
Yeah, for sure. But like, um, for me, it's just to be fully sustainable, like stand on my own two feet, to be able to um, give myself a marketing budget, uh, give my, you know, pay myself as an artist, uh, and be able to portray the image that I, in in the light that I would like to be seen in, just to be able to create freely and be able to put myself in a position to give myself the marketing budget and things that I desire versus having to kind of go back and ask mm-hmm. a nigga for something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah, cut and dry. That's for, you know, singles, EPs, my merch, all that. Like, I want to be able to do that myself or with a partner who ain't nigging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. For me, um, it just looks like, you know, being able to maintain and, like, knowing that money is coming in on a regular basis, uh, multiple revenue streams all through entrepreneurship, um, sync licensing, merge, like you said, um, like streaming, things like that. Um, but also just, like, creating opportunities for other people. So, you know, eventually I would like to step into a music supervision role so I could provide the opportunities that have been so helpful to me to other people. And um, just get my friends paid as well as get myself paid. For sure. Be able to help out my family. Just, you know, that's the dream. That's yeah. the yeah. What's for up? Sure. So I know we ain't there. We we well on the way. Um, I know for sure for Higgy, but, like, what are y'all just inspiration and motivation to other artists, right? What is the hustle you do while you're doing your music? Mm-hmm. Like, I got a partner. He's a pro- jazz prodigy, a protege. Mm-hmm. And he's out in uh, L.A. doing his thing, releasing albums. But his hustle was church. Every Sunday, mm-hmm. he was playing somebody at church. I know Zaytoven. Mm-hmm. Zaytoven, he uh, played at a church for the longest before he just, because he was cutting hair at Stonecrest. That's how I got to know Zay. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was cutting hair at the ball of Stonecrest and playing at his church. And this is after he had some shit. Like, mm-hmm. this is after he was Zaytoven. And he was just that humble, just doing his, because he said he loved it. He loved to cut hair. And he loved his church. So, like, what are y'all doing right now in the in lieu of the success? Um, so, I put a book out. It's called PTO Pray Time Off. It's just about how I quit my job to do music full time. Um, so, pray, and also, pray time off? Pray time off. Like, pay time off, PTO, pray time off. I like it. I like it. I Thank like you. Link in the show notes. Link in the show notes. Yes, link in the show notes. <laughs> um, and then I also converted it to an online course because after I put the book out, I started doing in-person workshops where people could come and we would discuss, like, concepts from the book and how they would relate to their current situation. And they can meet other like-minded people and, like, have accountability partners, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, um, I just turned it into an online course, too. So, um, that's like my main thing, and then of course I have like merch, but yeah, the books and the online course. Okay, I'm gonna get some of y'all merch too. So, you support. So for me, uh, I'm a realtor as well. I have a passion in uh, helping people de- uh, build and develop their real estate portfolio. Uh, so I work with a lot of like investment real uh, real the investment clients and people who are looking to buy properties to do for like. Airbnbs or to buy and hold and have tenants. And then um, I have a company that I partner with to manage those uh, rental properties that they take on. Um, so, yeah, uh, that is kind of what keeps me afloat uh, in the meantime uh, while trying to work on my artistry and music. So. Love it. I love it. I've been saying here all the time, but uh, you might call her. Hold on, hold on. I'm looking at the house. I'll call you back. Let me ask y'all this. Um, have y'all received an, 
an, an important check. Not a life-changing check, but like a check that was very important to you. I asked because I saw Wayne and Drake. It was in concert with Nicki. And Drake said um, it wasn't the biggest check he ever had, but the most important check he got was from Wayne for 30000 because he was like, he had put all his money in the mixtape, no job, mama not working, and he was able to take $30,000 back home to Canada with his mom, and they was able to eat for the rest of the year. Yeah. So it was like, he said, you know, he done made millions, you know, all, but that 30000 was the most important check. Yeah. Have y'all received, like, an, an important check yet? Like for sure, that? I have, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, um, yeah, I, so I kind of, uh, I had to build myself out of a real kind of depressive time that I was in, uh, and, like, life just beat my ass, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just kind of really got to that point. And um, at the time, I had broke up with my boyfriend, and I had moved to Houston, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing in Houston. <laughs> like, I was just in Houston, kind of trying to run away from what I was feeling here. Uh, and so, uh, in the meantime, my um, I had a friend, he was a personal trainer at the time, and he uh, met this lady who was trying to put her son on. And um, for the most part, he kind of negotiated a little bit on my behalf and got me in the door because they was looking at people like Jazzy Faye and... Uh, um, B from was it Northern B or mm-hmm. so Northern B. 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 Yeah. And so like I guess they were just trying to text the dude, you know what I mean? And so um I pitched myself and yeah, I came out with <laughs> to produce three songs. Mm-hmm. So Jeez. I wanted to I I felt like I negotiated so good. I felt like I was taking advantage, so I gave him a whole album. Like, but <laughs> <laughs> but I used that money to really move back to Atlanta, get my shit together, and uh, I produced for, uh, the guy's project and managed it for him for a whole like almost two years. We kind of pushed and worked together, so they really got me back on my feet and believed. So equaled out. Yeah. You would have had a lick if you would have slept with them three songs. For sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> she had a goddamn lip, man. <laughs> look, look, that, look, that's how you know Karma gonna come back tenfold for you for that one. Yeah. Right, straight up. I would have had them three songs. Trust me. I got three more for you. Towards the end of that process, his head got so big, I was like, you know what? I only got paid for three of these. I got, you know. I would have went to goddamn YouTube, some of them $200 beats. Gave that nigga 20. Hey, bro. Hey, all these for you, bro. All these, yo. You don't need to worry about it, bro. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, uh, it's between two. I want to say uh, the first check I ever got for a scenic placement was really important to me, but not because of how much it was, because it actually wasn't that much, but just because of what it represented. I've been trying to get into scene for three years and never got a single placement. Mm. So that first one was like, boom, we in here. Like, I got the door open. And shout out to um, Paul Stewart, music supervisor for The Hype and a lot of other cool stuff. But um, the placement was for this show called The Hype on HBO Max. And it had, like, Offset, Cardi B, like, just say, a that's bunch the, of... That's the uh, fashion, fashion show. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's what we talked about on the pod, where Offset, he out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But Migos. So. <laughs> but yeah, they about to come out with season two, mm-hmm. actually. So, like, that check, to me, was just, like... 
wow, like I could do this now. Like I actually, I have my foot in the door and I've established this relationship. Like Ain't fast forward like from that. Check. Man, that it was, was proof. A, that I, was I framed that, that bitch. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it was only 500. Evidence. And I was like, yes, yeah, we did. And I've been wondering who be making those little music, like making the songs the and on music. the show. Yep. But like it, it has something to do with the show, but it, it's not a real artist. You're like, damn, but this sound kind of like it's hitting though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that one was like really important to me. Um, and then fast forward to now, they're about to drop season two, and I have twelve placements that's going to be on this upcoming oh, season. So it's like, that was just like wow, like well, I put with that show heavy, so now I'm be listening yeah. extra hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out <laughs> on almost every episode. So, that's what's up. Yeah, so I'm really excited. And then the second one um, is definitely uh, it was this take, which was just the upfront money for the the juju thing. Um, and then more came because that one was important to me because I recognized like with that type of license, they have to keep licensing it if they want to use it in different areas. So the first the first check was just for a certain period of time. We got to keep all of our ownership and it was only for TikTok and social media. Dope. When they wanted to come back and put it on ESPN and Nickelodeon and, you know, NBA TV, they had to pay to license it again Dope. and again and again down to this day. Like. Amazon Prime just hit me up like a couple of weeks ago because um, the football got moved to Thursday night football yeah, got moved uh -huh. to Prime. Mm -hmm. They want to license Juju to use it for Thursday night football, so they have to pay us again. So it's just That's like true. that one was like bag drop, <laughs> more money, more man, money. Man, <laughs> so what about what about uh, that? I've all been coming on the podcast. Some of them, I'm like, I got time. Nah, I, I, I'm just waiting on hot Cheetos and Doritos hey, and Tito's. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Hey, reach out to them. For sure. Yeah, I, mean, I love like stories. Like I said, just reach out. Just reach out. Find somebody in the company. Like, maybe not the CEO, but like, yeah. just look. Like, go on LinkedIn. Go to the company. Look at the people who work for the company. Yeah. Reach out. You never know. For just sure. reach out. Because yeah. I still feel like this is generation marketing. No, yeah. Now, LinkedIn, I would say LinkedIn is probably one of the most underutilized platforms uh, for millennials. Um, but because our worlds are now intersecting, because LinkedIn was for big corporation people, stuff like that. But now big corporations and creatives are working hand in hand. Like, Because mm -hmm. content is the new currency and everybody needs it. And they can't create it. And we can't pay for it. So, like, yep. it's it's like a perfect partnership. So, you're about to start seeing more people go on LinkedIn. Just build up relationships. Like, yep. literally. And they all there. And it's worth paying for the premium because you get a DM, mm -hmm. unlimited amount of people. Mm -hmm. you know, little yep. hack, little network hack, tidbit. network hack. You know, yeah. A little tidbit, tidbit, tidbit. <laughs> for sure. So, um, man, I had another question. I just lost that shit. Fuck. Fuck, I had a question. It's that one right there. Huh. It's that one. Yeah. The one you're thinking about right there. You saying to me, like, have niggas ever broke you off for some money or something? For some? You were talking about the biggest check. You were talking about the biggest check. Yeah, the yeah. biggest check. Now, I was going to tell my biggest check, though, and I said, never mind. I ain't going to tell that. Like, that was, a, what, that that was the most important check. Yeah, the most important check. That was, that, was yeah, a, most important. that was a good question, because I was really sitting here like, man, damn, when the fuck was my most important? <laughs> Nigga, I done had a lot of most important checks. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, about, yeah, but, all see, that's why I said most important, because it's like up until a time. Yeah. Like, I, I don't shit. Yesterday, Shawty gave me $40. <laughs> 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 shit was crazy as fuck. <laughs> I was trying to get to this meeting. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but nah, man, uh, I guess I, can, I can't think of my question. That's it. Um, I, I got another question. I got a question for London. Well, Higgy, are you musically trained too? No, I'm not. Know? I'm actually complete opposite. 
Because I was going to ask, like, does it make it easier when you can read the notes, like read the music for percussion? Um, yeah, so I actually, even though I learned how to read music, I barely ever use that. Like, I just be playing oh, based so drum on what line I was right. You don't need like, no. <laughs> no, no, let me say it is it is helpful. Like if you want to get into scoring and um things like that, like so you could write out the notes and have other people play the parts and like, you know, like, but also there are a lot of tools where you don't have to do that. Like in logic, for example, if you're playing notes, you could pull up the piano roll and it'll just have it written out. So you can send it if you need to. But um, yeah, like even That's though cool. I, I did learn how to read music, unfortunately, I be feeling like bad on myself. Like, dang, I don't use it that much. But I mean, I still be out here making music. So damn near it's like cursive. That's what you're saying. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I just not cursive. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about, I, I was just telling somebody, I like, yes, I know how to write a cursive. They're like, you do? I'm like, yeah, I remember. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> The little bee like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that shit. You yeah, know? it's like cursive to me. Like, I learned it? how to do it, but I don't really use it. So shame on me. Shame on me. That's what's up. So yeah. is there a, a plan B? Like, is this like, when do we say, you know what, man? Yeah. You know, I ain't doing this shit no more. I'm too old for this shit. Right. Is there a plan B? Not really. I think I tried to make real estate my plan B for a while. And it's just kind of like, I don't feel right. <laughs> Unless yeah. I'm creating, so I think so y'all the gonna be, plan y'all gonna be B 50 is the producers. Like, like I mean, I think the plan B is just to freely do whatever it is that you decide to do that day. Yeah, and it's like with anything. Like if you're working for a company, like you move up in that company, you're not gonna be doing the same thing you was doing on entry level. By the time you're 50, you might still be working for the company, but you're gonna be, you're gonna have a higher position. I look at music the same way. Like, when I'm 50, I'm still going to be involved in the music industry. Am I going to be making all the beats? Maybe not. Am I going to be supervising other producers underneath me? Maybe, you know? Mm -hmm. So I look at it as, like, levels. Um, plan Bs, I don't really think so. Like, when I was um, – this was my side thing for so long. Now that it, it is my main thing, I don't ever want to go back. Like, my degree is in computer science and engineering. So I was working in IT prior to doing music full time. I hate it every second of it. Was the money good? Yeah. I was about to say, like, you left that good paying good. ass job. Yeah, exactly. What did your parents exactly. say to you? <laughs> my, mom, my mom was super supportive. She knew, like, because even, like, I've always been into music. Like you said, like, we've been, I knew I was musically inclined at a young age. I went to school for computer science because I had a full ride to Ohio State. I was, you must have been a straight A student. I was, so. I was valedictorian in uh, high school. Oh, oh what? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, that's yeah. the only reason. That's the only reason. I would be supportive of my child doing what you Yeah, did. exactly. If so, you was a valedictorian type of but okay. I was straight. I went your to mom school. Didn't have to pay for the college. My mom didn't have to pay for <laughs> that's, college. That's I didn't take you out could no drop out. <laughs> yeah, fact. So, oh, I didn't drop out. I graduated. Got my degree, like everything. And then I took that, like it was all a part of my plan though, because Ohio State, I was going there because I didn't have to pay for it but they didn't offer music production as a major so I had to make a decision like am I going to go to another school and pay to learn what I want to learn or am I going to take advantage of this degree get get out get a job that's making money and then pay to do what I want to do with music and that's the route I chose so I Mark. got a degree I chose computer science because I was like you could get in and out in four years and be making money quick so I got a job where I could work from home because it's computer science 
moved to Atlanta. I'm working this job. I'm paying for music production school now, paying for equipment, paying for like, you know, to be in this city for so real, you, for real. So you self-funded. Yeah, I self-funded yeah. everything. Mm. So oh, like I, I took I the other route. I thought a nigga nigga. Oh no, niggas. <laughs> niggas <laughs> was a nigga. No, I mean, not playing, no, no, no. but there is a level of no. independence you get when you self-fund your Yeah, life. exactly. So yeah. like I was like doing my own thing, like, but it was all a part of like this plan to get to music. I remember when I found out I was going to be working and how much money I was going to be making, like fresh out of college, I called my mom like, oh yeah, they gave me an offer to just how much they paying. She was like, oh, that's a great amount. That's more than I make. You know, like you don't sound excited. And I was like, I mean, it's straight. And she was like, you ain't going to be happy till you making beats. And I was like, exactly. And like, I just, that, that was it. That like a goddamn movie. I was about to say. That sounds like a lot in a movie right there. <laughs> 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 Speaking of movie, man, what y'all think about Issa Rae rap shit? I like it. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? You should watch People it. keep telling me it's good. It is good. Okay. It's good. It, how, it reminds how, me how, of the city girls, though. How close is it to your... Like, do you feel like you have some of the similar stories they were going through? Uh, I've seen the whole season, so. Yeah, I don't I don't know about, like, the, my story is similar, but it's definitely a lot of things just being a woman in the industry that you can relate to uh, that the characters are going through. So, um, it's it's very relatable on both sides. Mm-hmm. So, I niggas just hand you stacks of cash and just saying, go shopping. See, I haven't, I haven't crossed that threshold yet. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, look. I'm waiting a on nigga that nigga ain't nigg like that before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, girl, you better call out tomorrow. Oh, last question I have. Uh, we talked about classics. Name one timeless classic both of you have. Yeah, that's a good question. Mm. Monday, go first. That's such a good question. Just a classic song? Ooh. I got to go. Okay, so we've been talking about Timberland. I got to go Timberland. Um are you that somebody is my Ooh, timeless classic. That's a good one. The beat classic. is just fire. You with know. the baby. Man, with the baby. Like, who would do that? Timberland. Like, uh, Timberland. Exactly. Timberland did. Okay. okay. Did. I know you're going to say Indian flute. Mm, that one too, you know. Facts. Um, for me, like, uh, I think a song that I would consider as timeless, just because it never gets old to me, is um, Anytime, Anyplace by Janet Jackson. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, y'all got a little, y'all got a little style. What's yours, Keisha? Timeless classic. Um. Uh, what's the, the Whitney Houston that um. Be your lady tonight. Oh. The only because oh, I. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. heard it the other day, and when she did it acapella, it's like, that was a good like, and then all vocals like, wow, like, mm. timeless classic. Yeah, I, I yeah, that what's yours? You know, I like old school music, so it's like my girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, got different options. You know, I've listened to it on the way over here. Say yes. By poetry? No, 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 no. Um, by the uh, it's not the OJ's. If you just say yes, who is that? You don't even know who it is. Right? That's the, it's the OJ's. It's the uh Sing it. If you just the whispers, that's what it is. All of them. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, whispers. yeah. The whispers. That's why I was like, why the fuck am I thinking the OJ's? <laughs> uh if you just say yes, girl, you are. Yeah, that's it. My okay. favorite yeah, song for the whispers is Rocksteady. Yeah, Rocksteady. Oh, yeah, uh Rocksteady. Like rock um I mean the whispers just got like matter of fact, I was watching something. WLK did like a interview thing with them a few years back. 
And them niggas still look good. Them niggas still sing. Like them niggas, like it's two, it's two original ones still mm. here alive. Like you know. I'm gonna tell you another timeless classic. Yeah, by Usher. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the timeless. <laughs> only every I said, time it come on, I'm a, I'm a vibe. Because uh, yeah, when you have kids, right, and you start going to, like birthday parties, and you start realizing like this song old as hell. But like a six year old, be like, you got Usher? Yeah. Yeah. What really? You know about? That's a definition. That makes you feel like good. Any song. Well, My little any, girl, any she's song like 12, that she still likes that song. Any yeah. song, that, any song that make it to white people weddings and cruise ships mm-hmm. is a timeless. Oh, that's song. This, this is how we do it. Yeah, like you know, every mm-hmm. white person mm-hmm. play that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like <laughs> that's like, my joint too. <laughs> look, Cody, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, so. Ladies, I really enjoyed this conversation with y'all, man. Yeah, yeah for sure. Y'all some real music heads. Yeah. So, I appreciate y'all for coming on. You know what I'm saying? Rocking, let's do this. Don't let it be a hundred and something don't do episodes. That. Don't do that. Like, come on, man. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, it's been, like, been a long time. Uh, can you tell my, the, this is my second invite. Yeah. I feel like we tried to get you on like one more. We did, don't do that. We did, but we ain't gonna, don't do I ain't that. Gonna, I ain't call her up. <laughs> She thought a nigga with nigga. Oh, oh. damn. <laughs> nigga with nigga. Nah, nigga, we potting. But now I feel like when we, like, when the, uh, when we have female uh, music dropping everything, like when Beyonce dropped, we didn't know who to call. Like, yeah, we really we didn't. And I wish I would have called y'all because yeah. y'all yeah. love the album. Yep. So like now we know who to call. Y'all talked about Megan's album already, too? The uh, Trauma Scene? Nah, they don't fuck with Megan. Oh, I, I fuck with Megan. Oh, damn. I fuck with Megan. It was riding, but it sounded like a throwaway. It's something when, when Future dropped those two albums back to back to get out of Rico, uh, Rocco's contract, like um, these. Okay. That's what it sounds like. Okay. I'm looking forward to the next one. I've been a Meg fan since she first dropped. Like, yeah, she fire. I like it. Yeah, she be lying. Yeah. All right. How do people find? How do people find? How do people find? How do people find? Okay. Who shot Meg? I cannot. Okay, follow me on Instagram at London Elixir. That's E L I X I R, and then the letter L, the letter X. But if you just type in London Elixir, I will pop up. And then my website is LondonElixir.com. For sure. Um, you guys can catch me at Higgy Beats, and it's at H I G G Y B E A T S. And anything you want to find is in my link in my bio. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, ladies, we really appreciate y'all. Thank you for just coming, dropping knowledge game, and letting the people know, you know, the creators of the new wave and the new sound. You know what I'm saying? I think people need to know y'all names now because I definitely see y'all going much higher than you already are. Thank you. It's an honor to say I know you, and I'm friends with y'all. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So we say it every week, people. We love y'all. We need y'all. But most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Jess Eldridge Podcast. Take it away, Inc. Just a pastime. City with T.I. Outcast. And ooh, we everybody know about Atlanta. It's just a Gucci. Everybody know about the scammers, about the trappers. And when we living now, it's just that lifestyle. Turn on my podcast. I'm trying to hit it real now. Hit perspective. We want to keep it real now. Every day we on the grind. Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside. Oh, Podcast. 
Tuning on the podcast, yeah. Real things, you know we gon' last, yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.